to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to all 39 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I'm your host, Jeroen, and I've listened to all of these songs multiple times. And I am your co-host, Mira, and I am listening to all of these songs for the very first time. I think recently perhaps something very unprecedented happened, um, because even though you listen to these songs, you know... Once on the show for the first time, uh, you have started listening to them second or third times. Yes, you have very kindly provided me with a Spotify playlist containing the songs that I am allowed to listen to. And I have turned off autoplay on my Spotify so I don't accidentally get spoiled for other songs. Mm. So I've been listening, I think... Two or three times that I have listened to this playlist now, and it's given me some some insights. I, it is true that like one listen for a lot of these songs, for most of these songs, isn't enough to mm-hmm. really get them. Namely, that karma fucking slaps. That's a uh, that's a uh, new insight. Karma is good. I skip a couple because I really just can't listen to them. And I am sad to announce that Voices is one of them. And the Destiny song is also one of them. Now, you've, you have skipped it. I have. I don't always. I mean, I've listened two or three times. And only the last time I did skip Voices and the Destiny song. It's French. Um, skip, I don't feel hate. Absolutely. <laughs> we got real. We got right into the skips. Get right into the skips. I mean, that's important. Um, because like you said, like, one listen is often not enough. Now, obviously all of these people will have, you know, one uh, attempt to really make an impression to the, the viewers who only watch on the Saturday night. And then, you know, they get a quick little little handy recap to remind them. But I don't remember what it was, but I saw you dancing in our kitchen. Oh, that was the Ukrainian song, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was um, absolutely connecting with my inner cyber goth mm-hmm. and just completely going nuts in our kitchen. And it's so wild because I haven't danced at all since the American Utopia movie came out and we watched it. That's the last time I danced. I Is think. it really? Yeah. Has something impaired your uh, desire or your... I'm, not, I'm just not a dancing queen. queen. I, I don't dance that much. I don't think I'm good at it. I think I have okay like rhythm, but I don't think I have good movements. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the movements I do are good. And learning is beneath me. So I will... <laughs> so I will never learn to dance. And um, that's fine. I don't think dancing is something that brings me so much joy in life. But I do like doing it when I feel the urge to do it. It's just that... The good thing is at home, you know, nobody's watching. So you can, in fact, dance like nobody's watching. It's also that, like, when we're at a party together, you dance so widely... <laughs> you do very wide. I try not to. Dances, but, you know, it's, it's and you have very pointy elbows, and you're very good. Like, like I do enjoy watching. I don't you know. Dance, you, I don't know if I'd if, say good. But like, eventually, when we're dancing together, I will just take a step back and laugh at you dancing. 
Because that's how I have fun. I would like for us to learn how to dance together. You just said learning was beneath you. Yeah, but like, you know, that was a joke. (laughs) I would like to know how to waltz. Sure. I mean, that's a different kind of dance altogether, but absolutely. I mean, with waltzing, at least your elbows are in a static position. (laughs) You are just, you just have a problem with where my elbows are. Well, you're dancing, yeah, a lot. You're you're very uh, gestational is not the right word. Uh, I don't think it is. <laughs> I you you gesture a lot. Sure. Also, when you're talking, you gesture yes, I, a I lot. I mentioned that before. But like me dancing, dancing is not so important to me. Every time I see a um, interview of like people who do dance, people who are dancers, yeah. and they're like. I'm only happy when I dance. Dancing is my entire world. Dancing is what brings me joy. It's what brings everyone joy. And I'm just like, I cannot relate to Really? This. I cannot relate to it. Well, I you... like dancing when I do it, but it makes me so tired so fast. Right, I can sure. do one song. I will tell you that like, after listening to these songs again for the second and third time, I'll give you like... I mean, of course, French and Italy are, like, the best songs. My favorite is Amen and Maps. Those are my those are my actual, like, I don't want to say guilty pleasures because I am proud of this, baby. But, like, they're so fun to listen to. France and Italy are, you know, better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, musically. Well, but just, like, just belting. Is this what you wanted? It's so satisfying. Well, let's see if any of the four songs I have for you today are equally satisfying. I hope so, because I want more songs on my playlist. These um, four artists that I have for you today are all returning acts, which is to say acts that would have gone to Eurovision in 2020, uh, and that have spent the last year, (laughs) much like us, uh, waiting for things to... Open up. What's the what's the theme? I didn't choose the theme for today, and now I'm confused. Today's theme is stir crazy. I get it. Yep, gimme. <laughs> I've been going a little stir crazy here myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've not really had a lot to do. Have you been dying to get out? I mean, for a while, yes. But after a while, I did realize, like, oh, the next time I go out, I want, I will want to go back in within 10 minutes. I'll get so overwhelmed. Well, just to prepare us for, you know, the first time we have, uh, we do get to go out, it is okay to uh, dance at home. This is Lithuania bringing us the roop. Once again, Yay. Uh, Lithuania organized Pavandomich Nauyo again. Uh, I, I think it was a good choice to organize the national selection to keep that momentum on an improved format. But, you know, with the Rube coming back, it was pretty self-evident that they would win with more points than all of the other acts in the final combined. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got to go last year and then they didn't. People so were very people excited very about, even... about, you know, on fire's chances. I mean, yeah. I was, as I admitted last season of the podcast, uh, unfairly harsh on this song. So I am excited to see what they bring now, because I I resolve to be positive about it. 
What? I do this every year. Oh no, is it the... No, don't make this the I'm gonna be positive episode. You haven't been negative that <laughs> much. so true. But like, no, I'm, I'm just like, I feel bad that I was so negative about it sure, last okay. year. And then when I re-listened to it, I was like, this is pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. I want to go into this with like Keep an baseline open mind. positivity. Keep an open mind, exactly. Perfect. Um, well, in that case, uh, representing Lithuania, it's The Roop and their song Discotheque. I'm gonna hate this, aren't I? <laughs> talking i kind of wish there was more of that yeah i get that actually because it like it starts off with this really cool like almost belgian techno pop from the 70s 80s yeah yeah yeah, yeah. vibe which that, is like really an great. insanely good genre that inspired a lot of you know other genres after it but is not in itself very well known and and then it goes into the very fun chorus mm -hmm. and then it just does the very fun chorus over and over there's not really a lot yeah it's, 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 it's got the, the little it the, doesn't the mouth go thing. back to the thing it's got the mouth sounds like bridge which i love which is like okay that's that's nice but then it yeah it does you know kick back into the chorus uh i get that It, you know, it's a song. But it's It'll not do that. in a way that I'm like, oh, this is so repetitive because it does hold your attention and it is like very dancey. I know that when I listen to this while next, you know, cooking or doing a laundry or whatever, I'll be dancing to this alone. Right. And as they said, it is okay to dance alone. No, yeah. I mean, they're very, they're very visual. They move. Uh, the entire performance is obviously also predicated on the fact that, you know, they're dancing a lot. And it's not like, oh, your typical Eurovision choreography where it's just like two dancers behind a singer or whatever. <laughs> it's it's the, the entire group is like very, very much in motion, which is very arresting. But like, yeah, it keeps your attention really well. I love using discotheque as a verb. Yeah, let's discotheque. Let's discotheque. I'm gonna be using that. It's very, it's very fun. It's very fresh. <laughs> This song is going to open the first semi-final of Eurovision, which is to say it is the first competitive song oh. that anyone will hear at this year's Eurovision. That gives it a leg up. Does it? it, it you, I does mean, it, feel it immediately like gets you in. Yeah, that's like, what I'm. That's what I'm. I guess that's what I'm like asking here. How does that make you feel? I mean, it's a dance banger. Yeah. Right at the start. Sure, but it's not the We most conventional. It's not the most conventional dance banger that there is either. I don't think it's unconventional in a way that is unappealing to like the normies. That's yeah. That remains to be seen. I, I feel like this could be on TikTok. There's I mean, certainly all the dance there's moves that certainly are, all the dance that moves are there that are to very, replicate. Yeah, you know TikToky. I did have the thought while watching this video, just like they very clearly want me to do these dance moves, and I will not. Yeah, I will not. 
I will not do them. I'll dance to this song. It's a very fun song to dance to. I won't. I won't flap I've, my hands in the air. I will just. I just won't. I've never really taken to that much. Like you know, the dance that goes with the song. Like you said, I, I just. I just kind of flail my arms around. Uh, like, I, I like, like a whip and a nene. Yeah, but even there, it's like, okay, that's the joke. It's the joke of it, yeah. It's more and more like the point to know the dance with the whole TikTok thing, right? Like, you're supposed to know the dance that goes with the song, but to what extent is it like you're supposed to know the dance and do it in a public setting when this song is played at, like, a party? Is everyone supposed to know the dance? I I doubt that. Yeah, this isn't like a macarena. Right. Like the the moves don't flow into each other. Very, I don't. Like, I don't well. think like doing this kind of thing where it's like, yeah, these are the dance moves, and this is you know how you do them, and this is people on TikTok doing them. I don't think the purpose of any of those is to be like, this is the new cha cha oh slide. Oh my god! Like, I just realized that like, yeah, we're gonna go to parties again, and certain songs are gonna play, and we're gonna be seeing people doing TikTok dances at real parties. Is that true though? Is that gonna be happening? Well, no, because we're almost thirty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So that's not gonna happen at parties we go to. I don't know. I find, like, you know, revealing our age, yeah, but it's like, I find that very fascinating, the whole idea of the TikTok dance. But I don't know how much that lives outside of the app. Like, how much this dance is meant to be done by, you know, people. Are they gonna repeat this exact dance at Eurovision? Is my question. I mean, the the we watched the music video just now. Um, they've got a live performance with with you know similar dance moves, uh, a, a choreography. Obviously, I don't know if they're gonna do the exact same thing, but they're gonna have you know a tight choreography and certain dance moves that are going to come back. Uh, not the only act to do that this year, obviously. Uh, we haven't talked about him yet, but, you know, Dati Freyers had, had dance moves in Think About Things. Yeah. Uh, and those were like... And that's going to come back. I did, I did the hip shake thing because that, like, felt natural to the song. Sure, yeah. I mean, and these dance moves are also very reminiscent of the dance moves in On Fire last year. The, the, the dance fire move crown in On Fire, like the... the yeah. The one that did catch on on TikTok, and then I saw later on TikTok and, like, tried to replicate as a joke for you, and you were like, oh, so you do like fire, and I was like, no, this is from TikTok, and you were like, well, no, it's actually from fire, which got onto TikTok. And I, I don't like, remember that at oh. all. Oh! I don't remember this interaction at all. I was extremely bad at the dance. I don't remember having did this like interaction it. with you in the slightest. That's what happens. We only have interactions with each other, and I, we both forget things the other person says a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, it's enough to make you a little crazy. Speaking of a little crazy, what's the next song in this week's theme of stir crazy? <laughs> Did I do a good job on this? It was segue? so good. It was so good. It was so good. Well, um, talking to no one but each other certainly makes us a little loco loco. Oh, God. This better be a fuck from fucking Spain. It's not. God damn it. Um, but I have good news for you. 
It's from uh, a country that also sent uh, a song with a Spanish title last year. Wait, okay, which, which one was which was that? I don't fucking know. Uh, well, last year they sent us Hasta La Vista. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> You're back. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Uh, yeah, Do this, they have guns this time? This is Hurricane representing Serbia. They won their national selection last year and this time around it was a straight up internal selection and they came at us with loco loco their song for 2021 so with that i'm ready for a hurricane like to become one slow song <laughs> yeah Ooh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stream hurricane yeah i stand Ooh. that is an interesting thought the hurricane sex jam yeah yes but like like a jam. Like yeah, like a uh, slow jam. Not the aggressive sex songs uh that uh we have already had from them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, let's see if this makes us any more I don't know. This is Hurricane for Serbia with Loco Loco. This better be about a fucking train. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, girls, come on! Yes, bitch! This is 100% exactly what I wanted the Winx Club live-action remake to look like. Okay. This is what it should have looked like. Toe to tip. Toe to tip, this is Winx Club and what... What could have been? Uh, I'm I'm here to I'm here to hear it. It has everything: the big hair, the like magic powers because they have like light up things at the end, the nudity. I mean, if you watch Wings Club, they're basically like in bikinis the entire show. Yeah. Um, there's even like the Techna full body suit, which is like <laughs> the black suit with the yellow bathing suit over it. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just what it should have been. Um, now, I seem, and we didn't say, I don't think you said this on the podcast, but I seem to recall that you had the incredible take that these three women should have played the three witches in Winx. Yes, they should have played um, Dorothy, Darcy, Stormy, and Icy. Yeah. Because they would be amazing at it. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm thinking, well, that's a Bloom. That's a Stella. That's a Musa, or a Tecna, who knows? That man certainly is a Prince Sky, or a Brendan. Was it Prince Sky and Brendan? I think that may have been the names of the characters, <laughs> yes. Um, God, what a good show. We're just, you know, listing some uh, names of characters from the animated show Winks. <laughs> it's so girly. In such a good, unapologetic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is, like, Spice Girls at its height. It's fucky, it's sexy, it's girly. Yeah, I will say, though, the Spice Girls, five women, all had distinct, like, you know, manufactured personalities. You know, each Spice Girl, yeah. you, you would be like, oh, that's that one. That's sporty. I know who sporty no, is. Hurricane is just, you know, like Powerpuff Girl. Also, what I, eh, maybe not what I would I want the Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girl Girls to be like this. No, 
But it, there's, you know, the dark-haired one, there's the more gingery one, and there's the blonde one. Right. That's no, all I mean, you need. That's, yes. that's uh, K3 here in Belgium and in the Netherlands. Yes, even, even there, I feel like they each had a type that I don't quite get here. These are... <laughs> these are all the same woman with these just, are, like, a different... These are three... Skin. Yeah, these are three sex pots. These are... <laughs> and that's, like, that's great. I love that for them, and I love that for me. But it is not the the sort of like distinct personalities that you get from a Spice Girls. Is what is what I'm saying. I do I do get it. It's like it's it's very feminine focused. Uh, although the Spice Girls um, came up with the phrase "girl power," I believe. Did they? Believe, Did they come up with? I that? believe they coined the phrase "girl power." I've I've been <laughs> I've been using "girl power" a lot recently. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because. Our party got separated by gender. By accident. Accidentally got separated by gender. And I mean, none of the none of the people playing women characters were actually women, and all of the people playing male characters were (laughs) women. So every time the boys, aka the girls, did something successfully, I would yell girl power. (laughs) About this song. It is girl power at its finest. I, I mean, it's not. It, I don't. I don't even think that's true. But, but sure. it doesn't. So much of like you know, girl power is like about actually hating women and hating like what little girls like, which is flashy outfits and disco balls and like what a lot of little yeah, girl, it's girls being like, like. Yeah, the the thing. Yeah. Like to be valid, you have to not be exactly what this video shows yeah that's why i think i think like the spice girls example does work because like i said they had their character types and they were all very girly but you know one of them was was sporty Sporty. and one of them was scary (laughs) the black one who could have figured um (laughs) one of them was baby um So you know, yeah, you had, you had some stuff going on there. The fun, colorful but, side but, but of also not, But also, you don't need to represent all women in no, like your you acts. Is, is kind of I think where I'm getting at. Like they, the Spice Girls, didn't do that either. But they just had the veneer of like, ooh, these are different characters. These are different women. Which got... Spice Girl are you? Sure, Do yeah, exactly that. You don't get that with Hurricane because oh, no, they're I am the not... same. They're the same one. Yeah, but also times. no one. No one is any one of them. No one can be any one of them. Oh no, absolutely not. This is yet another unattainable ideal. Like, even the man in... There's two other men. I don't want to talk about them. They're mostly in the background until, like, one shot when they both suddenly get a close-up. Uh, but the video focuses on, on one man in particular. Yeah. He looks a lot like the dude who plays the Russian guy in the Eurovision movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for half of the video, I was trying to figure out if it was yeah, actually Did they him. get Dan Stevens for the video? Yeah. A very sharp man. Yeah. Almost looks like how uh, the animators of the Winx Club drew men. Exactly. So it, it's like even the man is just like no actual man looks like... <laughs> not even this guy in real life probably looks like how he looks in this video. I mean, they're all extremely like made up. Exactly. Everyone. Everyone. Uh, the, and it's so fascinating. The lighting is bold and, and unrealistic. The, the setting song? is unrealistic. Realistic. It's it's all just like so heightened and artificial. 
but that 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 yeah that is is compelling to some uh, extent but you were going to say something about the song I yeah think. which is what we should actually be talking about this because well. they're not going to be playing this music video at eurovision although i wish they would well they're going to bring us another uh delightful experience no doubt no doubt the song is such a mess mm-hmm. that i love it to me It was the same experience as, like, listening to the most upsetting Neil Cicerega music. It is hell music music. at its finest, but, like, unintentionally, I think. It is insanely overproduced. There's so much. There's so much going on. Uh, I found out earlier today. I, I have no idea how it goes. I found out earlier today uh, from a, a Eurovision YouTube video that the uh, sort of low-pitched voice that goes loco loco <laughs> at the end of the chorus is one of the producers of the song who just like said that and then they were like, we we're going to put that in. And he was like, don't do that. And then they just <laughs> did it. So they just You like, can't stop Hurricane. And well, yeah. And that just shows that like there's just so many layers to this. Uh, literally in the audio file. I would love to see the audio file for this song. Like, the, the, with all the layers. There's so much going on. Um, and beyond that, like, yeah, the structure of it, it's a little... What the fuck is happening? I cheered when they said, let's go, girls. Yeah. It's so good, That's just so delightfully over the top that you're like, yes, we're here for it. We're um, all girls. But it works because it's so big. Like their hair, it's so big. It's so much. It's such it's like a yeah, it it's got too much going on. I like it 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 works so well that like I've spent the past year like struggling with my gender identity and when this woman says let's go girls I'm like yes I'm a girl and then the song ended and I'm like wait no <laughs> <laughs> no I don't I don't believe I don't believe that's right <laughs> I don't believe that's right but like no I don't think that's true for the duration of this song and every time I watch Wings Club. <laughs> I yeah. am. You have these uh, these very primal experiences. Yeah. Uh, they are scary. I just have very few of them, which is why I don't think yeah. I am a girl. Um, it is, for sure, I agree, a disorienting experience the first time around. Uh, I think at about listen number 12, this really starts working as a song. Um, I, I fully understand, it, like, and I will get there. There's a point where suddenly you're like, okay... This one came on and I know what's going to happen. Rather than being like, I'm going to put this on and I'm going to lose myself and like everything around me for three minutes. I'm going to dissociate. I think at about like listen, yeah, somewhere somewhere between 10 or 12 uh, listens, you're like, yep, I'm here for it. And I know when she's going to say, let's go girls. And I know when like it, I know it all. And the song is perfectly constructed it's perfect. There's nothing wrong no, with yeah, it. No, no criticism. Notes. No notes. First, like, two, three, five, ten, maybe even listens. I'm like, oh my god, what the <laughs> fuck is this? It's so good, but what what is happening? It it passes. Of uh, that too shall pass. You have the lyric sheet open. I am dying with curiosity. Yeah, I think this one is this this one is pretty essential. Um, because I have a take on that, on that front. <laughs> But like it's to do with what I what I what I read as meaning in these uh, in these lyrics. Okay. I'm just gonna go through the official translation on the Eurovision.tv website. 
Don't be angry, gather your courage. A girl like me doesn't ask for promises. You don't take your eyes off of me. I got into your veins so easily. I see it in your smile. You want me, don't you lie? I'm sweet like chocomoco, which is a sort of uh, cake, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Come on, be my loco. Rum-ba-ba-bum, and I'm cute and nice, and you're alone, 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 and I know, I know, I know, it will be wild, 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 so come on, be my loco, loco. Come on, little man. (laughs) Come on, little man, are you a little fucking bitch? Are you a coward or something? Don't you want to fuck me, little man? (laughs) It's so threatening! (laughs) They're is so, like, sexually terrifying in a very arousing way. (laughs) (laughs) There's this video of them laughing. Oh my god, you have to put the link in the show notes because it's... It's... It does unlock something. It is... It is an experience. It's like two seconds long and it's just them laughing uncontrollably and I'm just like... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just laughing at... Don't say that on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, you can cut that out. It's just like, what are they laughing at? Are they laughing at me? Is that hot? Right, yeah. Do I want that? Do, do I want that? Why do I want that? No, my, my take on this one, and it's, um, it is the one that ties it into our theme. I mean, of course, you know, she says, they say they're loco, which is, is theme enough, because the, the theme is sure crazy. But uh, the theme of being, you know, stuck inside, uh, to me, applies very much to this. I'm cute and nice, or as I read in a different translation, I'm sweet and good, you know? Oh, like to eat kind of like, and taste. Kind of like sugar. Yeah, like like sort of sort of in a, in a more tasty way. But she also says, I'm sweet like, you know, this cake. I've been very sweet. Uh, I'm reading that whole thing very much as... I've been following the corona I've rules. I've been following the <laughs> rules really closely. And you are always by yourself, also very, you know, very adhering to the rules. Yeah. I'm really sweet. You're alone. I know we're going to get wild, so let's get crazy. Let's have quarantine. Essentially, sex. it's... I'm by, I'm I'm by myself and I'm really sweet and I'm good and I'm well behaved. So why would we not like pay off and and finally get crazy again? Like I've been so sweet this whole time. Can I please get a little loco? Well, if you've got the vaccine, honey. <laughs> Me and the girls. <laughs> Me and the, and the girls. <laughs> <laughs> I said last year on the podcast, that's me and the girls when we get the vaccine. I mean, um, yeah, I just, you know, it's it's not particularly a hot take, but I like that read of it. Uh, that really works for me. And I think, I know that sounds crazy, but to me that also works with the song. I feel like that is genuinely kind of an intended <laughs> way of reading it. I Yeah, I love that. I think I think they have been good. Let let Hurricane fuck guys. <laughs> They've been good. I love the shot of them in the bathtub with like disco balls. I, it's so good. I'm just like I have like, never in every seen every other shot. They're wearing these outrageous outfits, and then they're just like 
nude, wearing outrageously high-heeled shoes, with covered in disco balls. And just that... And among, I love that for them! Among other things, that is, like, an aesthetic that I can guarantee I have never seen before. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot I, of this I'm like, like when, I have never seen this before. In these, these shots where they're, like, wearing those outrageous shoes... There's um there's the Louboutins and then there's the ones with leopard print also on the bottom. Ooh. And it's like that's gonna get scuffed the second you hit the floor. But they look so pleased to be wearing these shoes, and I'm like, yes, good for you. Step on me. I mean these shoes are only these these <laughs> shoes are fetish gear. They hundred oh, percent those not, are not walking shoes. Those do not touch the street. No no no. Um, that's what we think about this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sweating. <laughs> Why was this the second song? We have two more to go. Yeah, I recognize my mistake. <laughs> right about now. should have ended on this. Let's go. Next one. I, I'll keep up this energy. Uh, well, we are, we are in dire need of some release, uh, and so is... <laughs> Babe! Okay, let's do it. And so is Eden Aline from Israel. She brought us Fekidli B last year, um, and this year was uh, presented with another national final... Uh, in which she had multiple songs to choose from. That was the same format that was uh, given to her last year when the song uh, won. So it was a, it was a national final just for her. So of course they repeated that. Uh, the song that won it was "Set Me Free." <laughs> okay. Um, but her expression at that result um, was the source of some memory on Eurovision Twitter she because didn't want that she song? didn't seem too thrilled. The song has gone through a pretty thorough retooling recently, so this is what we in the Eurovision fandom call a revamp. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think besides Albania, this is the only song to really get a, a thorough revamp after winning its selection this year. Uh, I think some other songs may have gotten, like, you know, mildly mildly tinkered with, but this one got, yeah, this one got a pretty uh, a pretty serious scrubbing out arrived the polished new version of Israel's song for this year's Eurovision Song Contest, Eden and Set Me Free. Set me free, feel my beat in perfect harmony, don't let me Set me free. What do you think of Israel's song for this year's Eurovision Song Contest? Maybe it's just because I'm, like, coming down from the hurricane. That was hurricane. Mm. But this is fine. It is, it is a tough act to follow. It is an act that I don't think can be followed. So, yeah, this is, this is probably, you know, hurting it a little bit. It's, yeah, it, I... I feel myself, like, aching to be unfair to this because, like, 
we just listened to, to Hurricane. Uh, However, which, yeah, which, which is why in the actual Eurovision Song Contest, obviously Hurricane is not going to be followed by another uh, up-tempo oh, song. It's going to be followed by, you know, a slower song that we haven't listened to yet. Thank God. I also just think Fekir Libi had a lot more personality than this. This, like, might as well be an Ariana Grande song, which does not speak in its favor. She's popular. She's popular. I, I, I don't... I'm, I'm not saying, like, that Ariana Grande is, is a bad yeah, yeah, performer. Yeah. She's great. I, I don't follow her that much, but, like, what sure. I've seen of her is good. But it's just, like, this isn't a song that only she could have done. Yeah, that's that's fair. And I think that's that's often something that like gets me because I'm not like oh people should write their own songs mm-hmm. because then they're like more personal to them. No, I I don't think that's true cuz you know, I like Broadway and and theaters people singing things that they didn't write is often good. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and when it comes but to when I it comes to that in in the old Eurovisions, the award was often for the songwriter more so than the exactly. uh, performer. There's still a songwriting award uh, not given, you know, on the night in the show, but there's the Marcel Besançon Award given to you know the 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 best written song. Things I just don't think she's. I don't think that this song couldn't have been done by literally anyone else in this same way. She's hmm. great, like the way she performs yeah, I mean, and the way she sad. moves her she face has, is full of personality. Add that to it, though, it's like her her personality is there. Her personality is there in her face and in her dancing and in her style. It's not there in the song. the The whistle tones at the end yeah. do get me, though. I mean, that's that's sick. That's prob- that's good as shit. Probably, I did probably definitely would be the highest notes. Uh, performed at Eurovision, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, you'd, you'd hope so. You'd be hard pressed to do a higher note. Yeah, um, but I don't think it's been. I don't think it's like been done before. Maybe. Um, so you know, uh, that's a first. Yeah, and those there like you know show off her vocal capabilities. Um, she Which is are great. Like we said last year, she's a she's a treasure to 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 look at. Uh, she's very charismatic so that all helps like that that elevates some things that yeah perhaps are less like you know show less personality i think her personality does the best that it can do right like she's shining through she's she's putting the most into this that like that she can she can but the song is just very generic in a in a certain way yeah however it is a fun competent dance song and i i didn't dislike it i i i did like it very much there it's there's something missing i don't know what it is there's something missing in this song yeah. it's not hurricane <laughs> i mean and this is going to be this is going to be a really controversial opinion uh for everyone out there on the twitter sphere um but they took out the part that's missing in the revamp Oh, they they stare hatted her. They took out the oh, 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 I'm gonna make it on my own. The oh, oh, oh genuinely gave this a different rhythm that made it like a little cheaper. Like, I'll, I'll give you that. This one is polished, is a lot, is a lot yeah, cleaner. Yeah, but we don't know I don't like polish. But there is something about that oh, 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 that I'm like, that's gone. You kind of left it a little bare for me. Often the thing that, like, gets polished out is the exact thing that gives it, like, an edge. 
that is different, that is unique to the song, that is that makes it fun to listen to. However, they added some whistle tones, so you know. I do that. like those whistle tones. I'll tell you that. I think. I mean, we ha- we're, we're only halfway, but this already is contending to me for a uh, worst lyric line of the year. Hmm. Which is, I'm so awesome, come and get some. Um, if I could scrub the word awesome well, from human memory, uh, I would. Like, outside of the biblical meaning of the word. Like, I think awesome sucks <laughs> as a word. Just like, who, what the, who the fuck are you? Barney Stinson? That show ended like 10 years ago. <laughs> Awesome isn't a word anymore. I mean, how I bet your mother didn't invent the word awesome. No, I know, but it killed it. The song rises above that lyric. Like, that lyric doesn't kill the song for me. I still enjoy it. But, I mean, I think oof, it made me just I, I, want to rip out my I spine. I think the rest of the words, like, kind of meander in the same, in the same, um, yeah, in the same sphere of, like, ooh, is it? Is it good or is it like or is it bad? Uh, in that it's like it doesn't really have anything to say. Like this song doesn't really have anything to say. It's just another "I'm better without you" song. But the the you in the song means Corona, right? Maybe. Yeah, we might like, be able I, to I, read I it like that. I got rid of you, coronavirus, because Israel started vaccinating before sure, yeah. anyone else. Well, at least they didn't select the song that had the lyric "Love is my disease." Uh, Uh-oh. I wanted to infect my generation. Oh, no! Oh, no, 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 uh, no, So at least no, they no, didn't no. choose that one. Uh, they had a couple of bad options and went for the best out of those. Yeah, I like the way it, like, you know, jumps between the Hebrew and the English a little bit. Like, that's cute. Rhyming English words with Hebrew words. I always like that's it when fun. they do that. That's fun. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. People tell me honey, yeah, and it's like okay, it's cute because it's it's that yeah, that's two languages, but they rhyme, and that's a fun rhyme. Maybe this is the middle song, you know. It's a real shame though, because yeah, what she brought last year, I really really enjoyed. Yeah, same. Um, that one felt you know to me a little messy upon first time hearing it. And then, like, yeah, clicked into place after after a few listens. This one I got and was like, mm, okay, it's it's not particularly impressive. And yeah, I mean, they've added some vocal flourishes here that that do help it. Uh, it's a it's you know it's a serviceable tune. Uh, with some some awkward lyrics aside, like it's all right. This is not a skip for me. Like I'm not like oh god no, listening to this again. I don't have that. I don't know. I might skip it, but maybe I'll skip it on like a fourth listen. <laughs> After four times, I'll be like, no, I've heard this, and I don't want to hear it again. I like her hair and her, like, headpiece. Oh, yeah. Where you're at first, like, those those earrings are way too big. How are you carrying that? But then you see it's like a diadem. I'm like, oh, that's a fun fashion statement. I often feel like the worst, like the death knell. The worst thing we say about a song is that it's competent. Yeah. Like, if we say a song is bad, then we've just dismissed it. 
If we say a song is competent, that's the same as saying it's boring. It's a shame though, because I genuinely don't think it's like very bad. You know, like like you said, but like I think it's a little better than competent. But it's yeah. also not like it's not particularly exciting either. I won't skip this, but I also would not dance to this. Maybe a little shoulder wiggle, but that's yeah. about it. Hey, that's I, about as much as you'll get from me. A little shoulder wiggle. I dread the day that people that we like actually go to Eurovision and people will see us like dancing to the songs there and people will see me dancing to the songs there. Like I'm I'm already so sorry. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I was gonna make a little transition into the next song, but now we have said multiple more words and I don't know how I was going to do it. Czech Republic. Czech Republic! <laughs> hey, we uh, checked off that one. Check that one off. Yeah, it's the last song for this episode. Uh, it's coming to us from the Czech Republic. Uh, Benny Cristo there won last year's selection, which was not like a staged selection, but more one based on studio tracks that are judged by jurors and voters. So it's not like a like a melody festival, and it's just like, these are our songs, vote on them. Uh, Very straightforward. Yeah, he won that with Que Mama. God, I didn't have a... I I literally listened to every song from last year besides Think About Things and Hasta La Vista once. Yeah. Those are the only two songs that I listened to more than once. In that case, you don't have... So I've forgotten every single one. You have, like, you know, your memories of, like, oh, did I like this? How did this make me feel? So, you know, those are there. Like, with with Israel, you were like, yeah, I remember Fakirli B being, like, you know, very energetic and and infectious. I remember the, um, the yellow, the neon yellow green on white, which is an aesthetic I don't like. I remember that. Sure, yeah. But it being a very fun song. It had something memorable that, like, stood out and that, that yeah, that allowed you to mm, easily grab it. Yeah. I, either way, Benny Cristo was internally selected again um, with a new song, of course. Uh, this one is called Oh My God. Oh My God. <laughs> is that actually what it means? Yeah. No! Yeah, pretty much. No! Uh, I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. If I was supposed to go for, like, the most... the You know, should I have gone for the straightest read of, like, Omaga? Omaga. Omaga? It's a song called Omaga. Omaga. That's what it's called. Sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> well, let's see if you have anything after we listen to the Czech Republic song... That is Benny Cristo and Omaga. guy why won't you let me have sex with you genre but it's pretty charming ain't it Mm -hmm. you say another one what's the fallen angel oh i mean yeah but that's less like that's less why won't you have sex with me it's just like "Mm, i'm a bad guy i'm bad news for you it's like i'm i don't want to be emotionally available for you so but you're so perfect. You're perfect. It's you're it, emotionally it's not, available it's not for you. me. It's me. I want to. I don't want to be like my therapist. Yeah, I don't want to be emotionally available for you. Uh, this is more. 
I've been home too long. You've been home too long. Let me have it. <laughs> Please let me smash. Give me it. Give me it. I am just about the music. Let, let's start with the music video. Sure. Always cute. Like, you know, putting yourself in several movies, you know. Yeah. Doing the same thing that um, uh, Il Volo did, which is doing uh, the Back to the Future thing no. in the car. That was Grease. Oh, that was Grease! Because I was like, why is he putting himself as Biff? They're doing the drive-in scene from Grease where Danny oh, is awkwardly trying to put his hand around... Of course! Where I was thinking, jump. like, I think I was thinking it was Back to the Future, and I was like, why is he casting himself as the rapist? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> I mean, in, in when Il Volo did it in Grande Amore, you were like, yeah, but if he's Michael J. Fox, then that girl is his, his mother. Mom. <laughs> It's also weird. But yeah, because he saves her from the car. In, in, they did like three romantic movies, and one of them was Back to the Future. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what. I don't think that one's very romantic. I don't think that one counts as a romantic scene. He saves his mom. Anyway, okay, that misunderstanding that aside, aside <laughs> it was Greece. It was Greece. Which is problematic for its own reasons. Of course. But then he he does the it's Johnny thing. Yeah. Which like if they had then cut to the iconic shot of the girl like screaming in terror, <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared they were gonna do it. But because they didn't do it, it was cute because it is just him. The song is about him. Like please let me in. <laughs> so him doing the it's Johnny thing is actually really funny. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it uses a lot of imagery without necessarily being like, okay, what's the context for this scene? It's just like, what are, what are you know, what are funny movie scenes? Uh, There's a couple of them that I did not recognize. Yeah. And um, I, I, I consider myself a bit of a film buff. Uh, a bit of a cinephile. A I, of a cinephile. I still don't fully know what the library scene is. I think that's the one I that I don't... I kind of recognize it. Yeah, I think that's the one that I haven't been able to place. The rest are like, you know... You know, Forrest Gump, you know, yeah. the Rocky... The library one, I feel like I recognize it. Is it like... Is it like 500 Days of Summer, Spotless Mind, maybe? But in a, like in, in, in Spotless Mind, the books go blank, but maybe there is one? Yeah, I don't... I, it, it seems like like a like a specific, like a uh, an indie romantic movie yeah. like that. But I... Uh, yeah. Hey, I, listeners, if you know, let us know. I'm sure you've all figured it out by now. If you have, I, I never saw it and I didn't really think about it. I don't actually know which one, uh, which movie that's supposed to be. The song is cute. It's cute, yeah. Yeah. It's a cute song. He's really cute. Yeah, he's very charming. I mean, I, I'd let him smash. <laughs> he came at me with this song, I'd be like, well, yeah, okay. But, of course, he doesn't know what he did. Or he says he doesn't know what he did, which is a red flag for me. Yeah, I mean, in... in it's in, like, no, you know what you did, you little fuck. In the hypothetical, am I the asshole? You're like, no, you are the asshole. Because saying, yeah, you're still too mad about the things I did, but I don't know what I did. It's like, okay. You you for sure have not asked her. You haven't asked. You haven't tried to talk about it. Definitely bad. And all that said, I do still think it's kind of a cute line. I know. It's like, it's like. It's, <laughs> Is this problematic of us? It's no, like, 
it's like I get I get what it's doing. It's it's a very like you know young uh, head over heels kind of romance where you're like, no, I'm still super obsessed with you. We have not learned how to communicate as partners. We don't yet. know how to talk about it, but like, but I'm still into you and. You're obviously still into me, because the girl, like, looks at the camera and smiles, and I was like, what the fuck is that The girl is super into him, Is she playing him, then? Is she, like, pretending to be mad as a test? Because then she's the asshole. That is true. That is not good. Because I've heard some people do that in relationships. Like, the test is so Why would you base your relationship on a test? It's, It's why, like... Um, Temptation Island, the TV show. I don't know if any other country has Temptation Island, but it's like the ultimate relationship test. You both go to like separate islands, and on both of these islands are like very hot singles of the opposite gender, sure. and you have to do your best to not fuck them. And then every couple of weeks you meet your partner again and you lie about whether or not you fucked any of the hot singles. And I'm just like, it has to have happened that some of these couples, before going on the show, would be like, listen, fuck all of the hot singles, and then we'll pretend pretend drama for the show, and then afterwards... because the producers of shows like this very extensively vet their contestants to make sure that they are... As stupid Emotionally as immature. <laughs> like, a show like Are You the One, or A Love Island, or A Temptation Island, all of these shows predicated on, like, we're putting, quote, hot, unquote, people on an island and watching if they fuck. It's like, what, what, am I, what am I supposed to do with that? And you just choose, sorry, you do choose vapid people. You do choose yeah. people who really act upon appearances and you act upon impulse and who you want to see on camera regretting their bad impulses because you have screened them and you know that they act on bad impulses. Because you want to make good television, which relies on them not being able to like withstand the relationship test. You don't send in a normal, healthy <laughs> couple. You don't send us into Temptation Island because we don't have bikini bodies. I have a bikini body. Anybody can be a bikini body. I'm I'm like physically hot. Yes. Yeah, but like the people on those shows aren't you know? Yeah, no, like, I'm not I'm not a Temptation Island style hot. You're not a beach babe. It's so true. Just so you all know, she's hot as hell. I've <laughs> I I've specifically been hired as a body model for a music video that's yeah. about to come out. But my face is busted, my body's banging. <laughs> You know, we should put in a disclaimer. We are not like romance show, like game show watchers with one exception. And that exception is MTV's Are You The One? Because that one is good. That one is a game. That one is an actual game that, you know, the people on it like absolutely will not figure out. (laughs) But it's so good. It has just, it has statistics. You can math it out. You can math it out after the second episode. You put a group of singles on an island or or in a resort. Uh, People who have, you know, had bad luck in love, self-proclaimed. And you say that, like, scientists have figured (laughs) out which of the other people are their perfect match. So there's 20 people on this in this group and 10 couples. 
that have been made by the the showrunners and they have to mastermind figure out which 10 couples are the ones that the producers made. But of course they fuck someone on the first night that isn't their match, but they're they're also like, no, they're my true love. They they have nothing to do on that island but drink. I don't want to say recently because this was like last year, not even last year, like two, three years ago. In one of the more recent seasons. It was come one, come all season. And everyone was pansexual or bisexual or, yeah, everyone was just capable of being into anyone else. And it was the best season of television I've ever seen. It was great because, I mean, that that widens the scope a lot because it's not, you know, the heteronormativity of like, you got 10 guys, you got 10 girls, no, you've got... You've you got have, like, a trans guy at nine non-binary people, yeah, too. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, you've got you've got 20 people, and they're gonna they have to match with someone. Season. Oh, were there fewer people? There were fewer people that, that makes season, sense. because it's way harder. Because it does make do. it a little harder, yeah. But, like, that, yeah, it's a great concept, and it works really well. Uh, it worked really well with a cast of queer people, because, I mean... It's you, also good representation, because you can see that... Queer people can also be really, really stupid. Yeah, yeah they can be really dumb. Trans men can, be... can also be awful fuckboys. Yeah. It's so good. What were we talking about? Uh, Benny Crystal's Omaga. Oh, right. I think Omaga... Like, I was so scared that Omaga was gonna be, like, a bad joke. It's cute. I mean, I like it's, it. it's the sort of thing where, like, okay, this song has a core lyric that is, oh my god. So, oh my god is a really big part of the song, but I'm not going to call my song, oh my god. I'm not going to call the song, OMG, either, because that, like, you know, that is off-putting, kind of. But calling the song, like, oh my god, kind of approaching the sound First of all, it makes you like, wait, what's the title of this song? Um, it, it's more memorable that way. Yeah, it's nice. It's, um, it's, it's, you know, it's not quite witty, but it's it's charming. It adds to, like, the whole charm of this. Yeah, charming is the right word, but I also I really enjoy it. I think it's a good song. Uh, I think he's he's charismatic. Put it in the bank. <laughs> Put it in the bank? Put it on the Spotify playlist, because I am not allowed to listen to it, and I will. I will listen to it multiple times. I, I like it a lot. Well, we have had uh, four acts here, uh, all dying to get out there, all hoping to get to Eurovision. And, well, in, in about a month or so, it'll it'll be there. Uh, but until then, they will be locked inside of their homes. <laughs> uh, even at Eurovision in, in Rotterdam, they will, will have to stay in the hotel, you know, for quarantine reasons. Um, but there are many fun things to do when you are at home, such as play D&D. Oh, God! Ugh. What was the first song, even? So it's time to go through these and see what class they should play in a hypothetical game of D&D. I know I started this, but this is so stressful. <laughs> first off, we had The Roop and Discotheque. It is okay to dance alone. I've got the moves. It's gonna blow. I mean, it's gonna blow implies fireball. They are all wizards. Okay. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're the the somatic components of the... Or... Of, or... Blade dancers. Blade dancers. Like some kind of, like, dancing wizard. 
Uh, we can figure out a character build for like a dancing wizard. That seems fun, right? Yeah, like um, a multi-class. And yeah, the, the the arm gestures are like the the, the what's required to cast the spell. Your your movements. Yeah, cool. Cool. Perfect. Uh, then we have the three ladies from Hurricane. Hurricane is not PCs. They are not player characters. They're succubuses. They're succubuses. <laughs> Next. Succubi. Uh, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I would like let them kill me. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are the TPK, the total party kill. They uh, will. They will absolutely. You put them your against time. your players, and then your players die. But they'll say thank you <laughs> once it's over. <laughs> Welcome to my magical realm. Our third act here was Eden from Israel. Uh, whistle notes dying to be set free. Warlock, Warlock wants to be set free from their contract with a like with a demon. Okay, have made a pact. Have made a pact. Want to get out of it? Very yeah, forward it used critical. To be, it used to be yeah. so easy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like it used to be so I, easy, and now I'm rid of you, my fiendish warlock patron. Getting you out of my life, I feel so strong. It's like okay, I had this. I I really relied on your power, but I am I'm get, I'm getting the arc of breaking free from this magical gift that was given to me by a an otherworldly creature. Love that warlock, yeah. perfect. warlock perfect. Then finally, we have Benedict Cristo from the Czech Republic, and oh my god! I mean, horny bard stereotype, right? Sure, okay. But like theater bard because he does all the different movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the, okay, so we're going bard. We're. I think we're going bard. I know, like it's a musician going bard is kind of like well, of course, it's it's the horniness. Yeah, yeah. Is there some sort of horny cleric? Cleric? Because he, just because he says, "Oh my god," <laughs> he's really referencing his god. I mean, there is such a thing as a horny cleric. That's what I play in our game. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but he's only horny because he has a vow of celibacy that he will not stick to. Yeah, what if- Maybe it's because I play a cleric. I can't. I can't see it. No, I think Bard is right. I think, I think it's Bard. Got it. Good. Come good on. run. I get so I got so nervous when you announced you were <laughs> like, oh no. Hey, we can retire this bit anytime I you want. I do not wish to. It's too fun. Okay. Well, we did a good job on this one, and we did a good job talking about these songs, and you did a good job listening. Aw, <laughs> so sweet. Uh, it's not very hard. You didn't have to do anything. All the hard work was done by us here. And it's not that hard, honestly. Uh, to be fair, all the hard work was done by the artists whose songs we talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They're the... They're the real MVPs. And we'll be listening to more songs on the next episode. And in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at Eurodivision. Make sure to like our podcast on whichever platform you're listening to and share this episode with your friends if you liked it. Uh, That's it for this time. Good night, Europe. Good night, Europe. (laughs)